Welcome to the greatest podcast you've never heard of. We are WJWTAW. I am Mr. Mediocre. He is Batch. He is Colin. And we just want to talk about wrestling. Oh, hell yeah. Cut that shit. So, this week, we're going to talk about our excursion to Glory Pro Wrestling. I've never been. Colin's been to, like, all of them. It was a great time. It was a great time down in the, uh... Down in the... What, what is it called? The, uh, the Del Mar Hall? Uh, yeah, we were at Del, Del Mar, Mar Hall in the Loop. Which isn't down, where the room is, right? Yeah, no, it's usually at Are they bounce the around? They bounce around, but mostly okay. they've been at South Broadway Athletic Club. Okay. But... They bounce around from the pageant and Delmar Hall, and I think the one this month, which we should probably go to too, because it's gonna be tight. Um, it's got Ray Phoenix in it, and mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> that's gonna be at Casa Loma, I believe. I don't know where that is. I've never Who's been there. Who the hell is that? I I think it's just a bar. I think oh. it's like a bar with a like ballroom where they're gonna set up the ring. It's gonna be like old school ECW, probably. It's gonna be tight. And oh, it's Hammerstein Ballroom. It's been yeah. a minute since I've been to an indie show. Okay. I mean, I wish you lived in the states, bro. I'd be like, "Listen, we'll come get you, and we'll take you with us." Because it's oh, my, so tight. My buddy Mark, who I do Web Tales, the Spider Man podcast. Make sure you subscribe to that on the Pop Four D Network. Uh, lives in Montreal, and AEW is going to be in Montreal, and uh, I think December fifth. And he's like, "Oh, bro, if you come over here, then we'll go together." I'm like, "Dude, go by yourself." <laughs> Why won't you go to Montreal, bro? Uh, I I don't drive, so it's kind of hard to get to Montreal. How how far is it to Montreal from Toronto? Oh, it's like a seven-hour drive. Ooh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. I was going to say, that's like through two states for us, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's a distance, and I don't do trips like that. Nah. Me and God's and Gary... Like I would go to GCW in Chicago. I would take. I would drive that th- five-hour drive to go see GCW for sure Dumb in Chicago. Dog. My wife's in Chicago right now because her why? Because her brother just had his kid, oh. and I'm here watching my kid. So she didn't bring. She didn't bring your kid. No. What kind of what kind of aunt is that? Not bringing her cousin up there. This, I mean, it wasn't exactly last minute, but like. It was kind of fired from the hip because they didn't know when she was having the kid. So she didn't want to just like go and because her dad went. Is that a WrestleMania baby? No, it's not a WrestleMania baby. Damn. I mean, like they were fucking during WrestleMania? Yeah. Oh, I doubt it. I think I mean, he likes wrestling fine, but she doesn't give a shit. That's how it would be with mine. Like, I'd be yeah. like, all right, we got to conceive on this day because this is when The Undertaker threw off Mick Foley on the, the Hell in Cell. We have to like, Conceive our kid now. I'm like, listen here. We're gonna call him Taker or Mick. 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 Yeah, we named you after a guy who got thrown off a 16 foot cage and uh, pretty much fell to his death. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure there's people that have done that. You wouldn't name your kid after a wrestling guy. It's that kid's legacy to become a deathmatch wrestler. Maybe Cactus Jack, but like, that's about it. If you have another kid, Mike, would you name it after a wrestler? Do you think your wife will let you do that? I mean, she's going to have to not know it's after a wrestler. Like, she'll need to... Like, it'll have to be like Jack. Which, unfortunately, can't be Jack. We talked about this, and we'll talk about this Another time. No, 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 we'll talk about it right now, because it's a funny story. 
My right. last name is Hoffman. Right. Oh, and she likes Hoffman, yeah. Jack. She's like, it's such a cute name. I go, yes, it is, but what's his name? She's like, Jack. I go, what's his full name? Jack Hoffman. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about that. And Put an E I'm, on that. He's Jace. Jace. Yeah, he's Jace. That's, that's, that's Jace. Why. Nah, Jace is, uh, that's not a real name. Yeah, like, um, what if I was just like, I'm going to name my third kid, if I ever have a third kid, which I'm probably never going to do, name it Taker, <laughs> name it Kane. Kane? <laughs> I mean, I've met a Kane. Big Red. In real life. <laughs> um, I, I I couldn't imagine naming a child Kane. That's, like, you might as well name your kid Lucifer. You know, like, it's True. an evil connotation to the world. I mean, he totally burned down his parents' house and killed them. It's, no, it, it was... Oh, the, yeah, that was The Undertaker. The no, Undertaker no, no, no. did that. It, it wasn't the house, though. It was the uh, the funeral home. No, that was Paul Bear's funeral home that... Right, that's what Undertaker, burned down. Yeah. yeah, and killed Undertaker's mom and dad. Yep. Yep. What, what lore he has. And Kane. Kane having fucking Paul Bear being Kane's dad. That shit's insane. Oh. Like that blew me Talking out about, of when uh, I first saw that. That killed me. I was like, "What?" Oh, talking about wrestling and uh, that was a lot of, about cards. That was a lot. Like that whole Kane Undertaker storyline. I didn't watch that until I was way older. Yeah, I, I, mean, I saw I that. I saw that back in the day. I saw that live. See, I never oh, yeah. did. I I oh, didn't have cable back then, so I couldn't watch it then. And then I would only be able to watch the like. Um, they had like a uh, on one of the local channels. They had like superstars on it, like yeah. eleven o'clock. So I'd watch that, but that's how I would get my updates. We get a, what is that? A little is that a Paul Bear card? Is that yeah, a foil? It is. Um, Bro, can I switch my uh, camera here. But um, yeah. So I never got to watch it. So I watched it when I was older, and I was like, "This is phenomenal storytelling." Like, it doesn't matter how shitty the fucking thing is, like, the story. The characters, that's what I love about old wrestling Thanks. and the Attitude Era. The fucking managed by Paul Bear card, dude. I love Paul Bear. Dude, what a great game this was. I love wrestling. Like, just back in the day, just the storytelling. Like, with Glory Pro, like, they're starting to do a bunch of storytelling. Like, did you notice that, Mike? I did. Yeah. So, speaking of Glory Pro, let's start with that. Um, yeah, let's do that. I got the card in front of me. We started off with a barn burner of a starter. You know, you oh, it was really tight though. It was a good match. Um, it was uh, Spider Mommy. At least that's what I called her. Yeah, Spider Mommy Blair Onyx against Tootie Lynn. And Tootie Lynn had like a martial artist nunchuck gimmick that you could tell mm. she didn't know how to use nunchucks. <laughs> <laughs> but it was tight. She wasn't bad with him. She didn't fucking yeah. clock herself in the head with him. But she definitely wasn't a bruce lee or anything but the right. match was going on and it was a solid opening match um dude, spider Lynn mommy was, was dude i didn't think i thought spider mommy wasn't gonna be that good but she fucking she's been, you can tell she's bro. been doing this for a little bit uh, yeah she Tootie took hella bumps too tootie lynn isn't tootie lynn the she's yeah i know who you're talking about she was the one with the nunchucks yeah, yeah and yeah, i know you don't um she felt relatively new she probably hadn't been around for that long, but she didn't do bad at all. None of them were really bad. No. Um, there was only one botch, I want to say, that we noticed that night. Uh, and that was when somebody took a... Uh, it was a boot or a knee. I don't know. Like, I hit right in the mouth. And, oh, uh, was that kinda, fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was that, like, that four-way match. Yeah. You remember that four-way match? That yeah, four-way yeah. match was tight as 
fuck. So yeah, he uh he he took a, a boot to the mouth and kind of busted yeah. him up a little bit. But that was like the only bosh that we noticed. Uh, Wasn't even but, really a bosh. Maybe it was just stiff. Mm, that that's hard way some blood on on a match on an indie show. That's kind of rude. But but excuse me. Uh, I mean, I later. don't know how indie shows go. I just know that when I go to an indie show, I'm gonna see wrestling. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna see yeah. like fucking stars and fucking lights and fucking all that shit. I'm gonna go see wrestling. It was the like, wrestling show. No, you're right. Yeah. So D- Spider Mommy unfortunately was defeated. Uh, Tudelin took the first match. True. The, the thing I did notice, um, it was kind of a weird setup. They had a ramp that had seats on each side of it. Then they had, and I'm, I don't know, maybe five, six rows, maybe a little bit more. Um, they had the ring, and then they had two rows on each side of the ring. We were ringside, row two. There was not a row three, which is kind of weird. And yeah, then they had on the far weird. side, they had a stage that was about the same height as the ring, and there was about a or two between the stage and the ring, which was weird. That's how they usually do it, though. Like when it yeah. was at the pa- yeah, when they have a stage like at the pageant, the ring is usually in the general admission area. So, like you know, you've been to the pageant, right? I know yeah. Batch hasn't, but like for the people in St. Louis that listen, if you've been to the pageant, you have like the bar, and then you have like rows of like little places you can sit, and then all the way down the bottom, you got the pit. And they usually put the ring in the pit. So you have that stage, and they have no room for the wrestlers. So what the wrestlers do, they have their entranceway on the stage, like a Titantron, I guess. And then they mosey on down. Either they'll jump over into the ring, or they'll... Because the ring is right there on the stage. At the pageant, they don't have the people. Like They don't have people watching on stage. Yeah, that was kind of weird. They had people on the stage. And the wrestlers well, that, was like a VIP, the that was like a VIP thing, I think. The thing I thought was weird, though, was there was that space between the stage and the ring. Why didn't they just butt the ring up against the stage? That was what felt weird to me. But because they, they needed, had to, like, well, they no, 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 no. They needed room for the cage. Well, I mean, it would have been this. It would have been the same thing, though, because the cages are the stage was the same height as the ring. Not really. It was maybe a few inches difference. Not enough to notice. But the weird thing was people were like jumping from the stage to the ring because there was that like two feet of distance. Yeah. But it was what? cool that they did that. I like that. I like it. I love that shit. Like, give me some daredevil shit. Jump over the rope, top rope, over the fucking... Shoot the gap, motherfucker. Shoot the gap. Shoot the gap. Shoot the gap. So the second match we had was the four-way match that you were just talking about. We had Marcus Munchen, Muncherson, a.k.a. Munch. Munch, dude. Munch is dude, so tight. This dude felt like great value brand moose, though. Yes, I will tell like, you. Have you that. ever seen yeah. Moose? I saw Moose the other day, and I was like, <laughs> "All right, that's kind of like Moose. Munch, bro." Yeah, Moose, and the crowd in here is Munch, and I'm like, "Ah, oh, it feels like he stole it." But that's tied, yeah, though, bro. Good, though. I loved really that guy. He was like, he's that big dude, and he's that heel kind of guy. Yes, I kinda love Hall, that. Kind of Hall of Pain Mark Henry-ish. Mm-hmm. Maybe not, not quite as built, but he was a big dude. You know what we should do next mm-hmm. next time there's a uh, Glory Pro? We should just, because they show him on YouTube live. We should just stream it on YouTube and we should just watch it mm-hmm. together. Just hang out. So Because so, I think Batch has no idea what the fuck we're talking about. No, I, I, I know the indies, but it's been a while. Yeah. So he... Wrestled ATM, who was very Cedric Alexandery. 
He was really uh very very crisp, kind of high flyer ish. He was really good. Uh, Edvin Kurdick, which I don't remember who that guy was, and then Storm Grayson, who was like fill in for somebody. There there was some sort of uh, change to the card, so he had to fill in on that match. But Marcus Munchison won with a hell of a slam that I think he pinned Storm Grayson. The next match... <laughs> I'll cut all that out. A ta- ...was a tag match. Uh, the Hustle and the Muscle, which they were... They were supposed to be the heels, but I'm pretty sure the crowd was the heel in this match. Because there was that one section that was yelling out shit that I guess they felt was inappropriate. And it was funny. He's like, there's kids here. Come on. I'm like, they're supposed to be the heels. Telling yeah, that is true. The crowd to, like, keep it clean. Against Ethan Price, big strong I, boy. I love Ethan Price. I call Graham big strong boy because big of Ethan Price. Boy. When they started chanting big strong boy, because that's what they they chanted Tyler Tyler Bates. Yeah, I know that. And the guy kind of looks like a cleaned up Tyler Bate. Does he? That I kinda, yeah. Tyler Bates got like a big beard and whatnot. He has long hair now, or at least the last time I saw him. So if he cut his hair and shaved his beard, he kind of looks like that guy. That guy. That's funny. And uh, Moses the Deliverer. And the Hustle and the Muscle took this match with a clinic of tag team wrestling. They kind of destroyed these guys over the course of a long match. And, uh, well... Well, I don't think Ethan and... Well, whoever the fuck you said, because Moses, make, they can't, yeah, Moses. I don't think they wrestled together a lot. No, no, not they, a tag they, team. You could tell they weren't a team, right? Uh, and the other guys were, but they were the they were the St. Louis guys, so you know they're going to win. They're going to go over in St. Louis. Most of them were the St. Louis guys. Yeah, most of them went over. <laughs> we had a number one contendership match for the Crown of Glory Championship. We had Crash Jackson, Crash a whole Jackson. lot of dude. Great name. Yeah. Uh, versus Xavier Walker. And mm. unfortunately, Xavier Walker. Which, I mean, it was a good match still. Um, I'm having problems remembering which one that guy was. Which one? Xavier Walker? Xavier Walker. I remember Crash yeah. Jackson. Yeah, Crash Jackson was tight. Wait, that was wasn't for the... Wait. That what? was the number one contendership match. Oh, okay. For the belt. They had the belt later on. Yeah, because the belt the belt match was insane. Yeah. That was a good it one. It was so good. Uh, oh. and then they had another tag match. They had Chris Hendricks and Mason St. Goods versus Mike Outlaw and Raheem De La Suede. Mike and Outlaw is pretty tight. Dude, they were both really good. Yeah. Raheem De La Suede comes out to the song Suede. Nice. And uh, Mike Outlaw. Right. Um, and then they were going to pay off the guys. Because yeah, they were going to pay them uh, off. It had a very um, Million Dollar Man kind of esque to it. And they threw kinda them on the back of the And if you, if you looked at the money they had, it was a stack of ones. It was like 20 bucks. Yeah. I lo- Dude, they're indie wrestlers. They get paid a lot. <laughs> Come know, on, bro. Funny. But yeah. um, I think it was Chris Hendricks turned on uh, Mason St. Good after yep. the match. Yeah, everybody was up. like, what the fuck? No. No. Patch, I wish we could watch it. I wish you lived in. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It would have been a blast. So much fun, bro. So much fun. 
So the next match was Jake something. Jake something. What's my name? Something. Versus Dan the Dead. Dude, Dan the Dead, bro. Love Dan the Dead. I've seen him on AEW Dark. Yeah, I love Dan the Dead. I bought a shirt from the Dead himself, and my son ruined it 24 hours later. Oh, I was going to surprise you. I was going to get you another one of those. Uh, I'll have to show it to you. I wish I wore it today. It is quite pink. Um, and it's Dude, got like nighttime. a little to, like fingerprint right here of chocolate, like right in the sternum. Okay. But how much Ugh. more does that make it a dad shirt? You know, I think That's you're true. right. I That's think you're true. right. I think if you would have worn that, I think if you wear that now and like show him how much of a dad shirt that is now, he'd be like, "That's a fucking good shirt." I think you might be onto something there. That coffee mug's tight. I used it today too. I might use it oh, tomorrow. Yeah? Yeah, go. I love that thing, bro. I posted on Twitter this morning on our Twitter. Get up there. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, the dad was defeated. Jake he something was. took the match. Um, yeah, he was. He was. A, he's a huge heel now, oh, and he's huge. God, he's a huge guy. He yeah, looked like he's very sweaty and very hairy <laughs> too. You know what he reminded me of was um, like Ezekiel. You know, not oh, yeah. uh, not Elias, his brother, specifically his brother Ezekiel. Can I ask you guys this question real quick? Uh, Have you sure. heard about the theory that L.A. Knight is actually Ezekiel? I, they do look similar, no. but they're definitely no. so like, similar. He's dude. not as built as Elias is. That dude is jacked. He could have lost a lot of muscle weight, bro. You never know. He could have changed character. No, that no, because he was Eli Drake for years and on uh, uh, Impact and NWA. Uh, he was Maxi Dupree as well for like twenty minutes, wasn't he? Yep. God, that that's he is a bad over idea. as fuck right now, and I, I don't know if they're gonna push him. We're, we, it's gonna, I think it's gonna be like a Daniel Bryan situation. They're not gonna want to push him, and he's so over. Right after oh, LA night. Yep. Yeah. Right after I finish this off real quick, we can talk about Money in the Bank because I didn't get to watch it because the fucking internet was out, but I didn't get the spoilers. So um, we can bring up the L.I. Knight travesty. So unfortunately, Dan the Dead was defeated by Jake something. Um, oh, well, I bought a t-shirt anyway. It was well worth it. Uh, then we have the United Glory Pro Tag Team Championship match versus uh, are with one of the most unique tag teams I've ever seen in my life. The <laughs> champs... <laughs> The dudes who came out to fucking Phil Collins and shit. That was so Those tight. Those guys did, yeah. The Dude. Philly Marino experience against the best bros. And I gotta say, dude, the best bros were hilarious. Yeah, I think they're, they were international. I think they're in uh, New Japan. So, hang on. Let me, let me get... I got their names right here. Belian Akai... And May Segura. Uh, that match was tight. They were like a very, very, very good tag team together. And they were so, very comical. They were like, they knew their shit. Like they knew, like that they, little girl knew her, knew what she needed to do. They had, like, this tag team is an Indian male and a Japanese woman. And their like tag finisher was wonderful. And yeah. I'd never seen it happen before. She jumps right up on his shoulders, and they do, like, a Goro impersonation from Mortal Kombat. They both put their arms out, yeah, and they double choke slam the opponent's thing. Both top and bottom's hands are on their throat, and they double choke slam the team. 
And yeah. then they, and then she hops off, and he jumps down. They both cover at the same time. Fortunately, didn't get the job done. No. However, that was a hell of a match. She did a. That was the one we sponsored, bro. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She walked the ropes, uh, two uh, turnbuckles worth, and then went backwards a turnbuckle. She had to have a little bit of help there. I mean, she was holding two guys' hands to do I mean, it. But, I mean, area, but. It ain't nothing. I couldn't do it. Fuck. No. No. They were, uh, no. They, they, that was a hell of a match. Um, I'm going to say, unfortunately, because I really wanted the best bros to win. But the Philly Marino experience retained the match. I retained the belts. Susu Studio, bro. I love that tag team. God. They're fun, uh, dude. They're oh, really yeah. a fun no, tag they, team. They had a very um, Grado, if you're familiar with Grado, yeah. feel to them. Good stuff. I'm very glad we got to sponsor that match. That was very nice. I yeah, liked that. The guy botched our fucking uh, advertising. I know. We need to find out where that is. I was like, thanks, see, buddy. I think it's on YouTube. We could probably cut video of it, like download the video and cut it. We got two more matches real quick. We had the, Glo- the Glory Pro, nah, the Crown of Glory Championship match with Camaro Jackson, the champion. Camaro's tight. Defending against Calvin Tankman. Tankman was the hardest shit ever. Tankman I'm sorry, Camaro. I love you, but bruh. Tankman, that heel shit that he had going on. <laughs> the bro, crowd is put him. There's a stupid little like war horse kid in the front yes. row. Just flipping him just off. Flipping motherfuckers off. This little kid was just fucking hating on this dude. Nice. He was like spitting on the bitch and shit. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> I was like, this is insane. So Calvin Tankman, with a little bit of help, defeated (laughs) Tamara Jackson for the new and new Crown of Glory Championship. Gets on the stick and says, first of all, you motherfuckers can suck my dick. Yeah, he's like, first of all, y'all motherfuckers can suck my dick. I wish we could make that. And no one can say I'm not the champ now. I got the motherfucking belt. And then he walks out with... uh, (laughs) What's the guy's name? It wasn't uh, Raheem. Oh. It was it was his manager, whoever that it guy was. Suede. It was Swade's manager, right? Swade's manager. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. Swade's mm-hmm. manager. I don't he remember that guy. Yeah, I don't remember his name either. But they tried to Swade. Yeah, they tried a belt a uh, belt move and then didn't work out. But uh, they got him anyway. They gave him a bunch of money and shit. And then we had the intermission, which took a bit. They had to set up the cage. I don't know if this was their first cage match, but you could tell it's definitely not their... uh, They weren't very familiar with it. It took them a while to set up this cage, and it did not... I mean, you got... Listen, you had, like, four teenagers setting up that fucking ring, bro. Like, somebody from, like, 18 years old to, like, 20. Because, like... And they were the ones that are, like, training to become wrestlers and shit. So you know they're doing all the grunt work. They oh, don't yeah. know how to set up a fucking ring. Do you know how many times they fucking practice <laughs> that? I bet they know exactly how to set up the ring. They do not know how to set up that cage. Because but that's what I'm saying. The cage. <laughs> this yeah. thing, first of all, they brought each side was its own panel. Yeah. Like one it, panel. And then they like ratchet strapped it to the ring post. Oh, God. And it was thing, so like, CZW, bro. It was so tight. Which I guess if it's gonna bow, bowing yeah. in is better than bowing out. But it it's bowing, bowing inward. In. And I'll tell you what, dude, we had uh the Southern Flamingo, Cody Lane, 
Well, like Ooh, a lot more I than I thought I was. I absolutely like him. I, I thought I was. I, I didn't think I was going to like him. No, he was great. Against Warhorse, who I absolutely love Warhorse. Warhorse is I, awesome. Weighing in over 4,000 pounds of heavy metal. <laughs> and he's here to rule ass. Warhorse. I love it. He comes out, yeah. and let me tell you, these guys were not afraid to go into the cage. They are fucking launching each other into this tinker toy of a cage. Yeah, the way they set it up, I thought it was going to explode. Like, I thought it was going to just fall apart. Full speed ahead. They did a superplex off the top that was a millisecond away from being disastrous. Okay. Yeah, Milla. Uh, we I we started a chant, please don't die, while they were doing it. And we're like, oh, okay. It's getting scary. Yeah, was... top rope elbow drop. Or I'm sorry, a top cage elbow drop, and ended up winning the match. He defeated Cody Lane, and then got his ass whooped by like half the locker room. Yep. Well, Jake something came out and then beat he the shit. Out. And started he started beating the shit out of him, and then everybody just started coming beating and the shit out of Warhorse for some reason. Crash Jackson came out, to, I guess, to try to save him. I don't know. Yeah, Crash. They came had out. a whole a whole thing, but. At the end of the day, Warhorse was victorious. And you know what? I almost if I didn't have to stand in another line, I'd have bought a license to rule ass. Did you see <laughs> he was he, he was selling like certificates to rule ass? That's, was that's, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Cody Lane was? No, no Warhorse. Uh, Warhorse was. Oh, Warhorse was? That's a hell of a fucking funny. Like, hang on here. Uh. <laughs> they sell most of their shit on um uh, pro gonna, wrestling tees. That's exactly where I'm going right now. I want to see if they got a licensed rule ass on here. They probably do. Warhorse is pretty popular on fucking pro wrestling tees, dude. A lot of people love Warhorse, and I didn't know he was oh, that popular, bro. Oh, I, I really Warhorse. didn't. He's a good wrestler. Warhorse like got a lot of airtime in St. Louis because he was been on the the Rizzuto show a few times. Uh, oh, I so see. that guy and, that and got he was in the uh, WrestleFest uh, game that came out too. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Was he? He challenged yeah. uh, Cody Rhodes for the uh, TNT Championship on AEW as well. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he's definitely got his name out there. That's tight. I like Ooh, Dan the Dad sure. a lot, man. I would love to see Dan the Dad like pop hard somewhere. He's oh. fucking great. This war horse shirt uh, reads: "Tell your little baby dork ass friends to watch wrestling." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, horse rules ass. What else we got next? There's a um. God, this website runs like shit. Oh, he doesn't yeah, have the so flexicutioner shirt. The shirt he had there, I really wanted. <laughs> I love wrestling shirts. I was talking to Mike about that. Uh, I was like, I just love wrestling shirts. It just doesn't uh, matter most of the time what's on it. If it cracks me the fuck up or I think it's baller as shit, I'm gonna buy it. Like the Britt Baker shirt, like I have, yeah. I've worn that out in public one time so far. One person has given me a dirty look, but I don't think anybody ever really notices. But that Britt Baker shirt, I laughed so hard when I saw that. I was like, mm-hmm. "Why is this a shirt? I have to buy it." And then uh, I have a, bu- a couple Effie shirts because they're fucking boss. I love those wrestling is gay shirts. Which They're reminds so me, they got a new, uh, a new shirt. I had a LA bunch night. of Kevin Steen shirts from before Kevin Owens went to WWE. That's tight. I just, a, uh, I just saw a TikTok. I just saw TikTok with um, 
Kevin Steen doing his old finisher where it was like a package you driver, up, yeah. Yeah, no, he'd set you up like a, a German suplex or like a uh, how did he do it? Package power driver, I bet. Yeah. No, yeah. no, 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 no. They called they called it the um the Stein and something, and he Is it would the take ride? you. Yes, that's what it was. The Steenerizer, okay. Yeah, the Steenerizer. He would take you and he'd like whip your ass over like a German suplex. Into the yeah, yeah, into yeah, the yeah. turnbuckle. He yeah. fucked up so many people. You ever seen a um, El Generico brain buster? Oh, yeah, I've seen those Good plenty of times. God. Just... Can you yeah, imagine why yeah. he can't do that in WWE? I'm sorry. It's it's obviously not him in WWE. Can you understand no. why he couldn't do his mentor's move in WWE? I always I always said, like, Sami Zayn is Peter Parker to El Generico Spider-Man, and nobody wants to be uh, Peter Parker. Oh, no, he, he was raised in El Generico's orphanage. No, oh, okay. You didn't know that? No, I don't. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, he uh, he's pretty he's pretty much El Generico's son. Mm. Stole everything he had from El Generico. Oh, oh Sami Zayn. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought Sami Zayn was El Generico. You're so fucking high right now. I am so high, so high. Right anyway, now. let's talk about Money in the Bank. So we yeah. had another show over the weekend. We had Money in the Bank. Didn't get to watch it. Thank you, Charter Spectrum, whatever the fuck you're called now. Um, and I feel like there was a great injustice done. Like, we had the the ladder match, and there were some people in there that were fine, and the other people, whatever. But I don't think I ever would have predicted Damian Priest to win. I did. Maybe that's the right move. Maybe it's the right move, then. I did. My kids and I were watching it, and I was like, this Damian Priest is going to win this. Like, just because it's (laughs) not... He just came out to laugh, and I turned yeah. around. He, and he's, he's been back there away. for like five minutes now. Like he, he's been kind of been spinning around. I know. Um, just because it's not predictable doesn't mean it's like technically the right move. I mean, I feel like Damien or not Damien Priest, LA Knight was the right move regardless if it was predictable. You don't no, think who's so? Who's he gonna? Who's he gonna fucking face? Gunther. He's not gonna face Gunther. He's gonna he's fight fucking. Listen, I don't want to see fucking Austin Theory and LA Knight. I want to see fucking Finn Balor and motherfucking. Uh, the fucking big dude. I'm so baked. I can't remember his name. Go to bed. Try to talk about wrestling. Get out of here. Um, Damien Priest. That's what I want to see. Because Finn Balor is going to beat Seth Rollins. Here's what they should do with the storyline. So they should have Finn Balor beat uh, Seth Rollins. And then Damien Priest keeps saying to, uh, Finn, I will not cash you in. Uh, I will. I've got your back. I will not cash in. I will. I've got your back. And just have Finn become more paranoid and more paranoid until he becomes the Mad Prince. And then, he, or the Mad King. Yeah, I guess he would be the Mad Prince since he's still got Prince on his. Logo. I heard the Mad King. I heard about. I heard Eddie Kingston. Something about no, he won. We got to talk about that too. Yeah, but uh, but I think that'd be a cool storyline. And then eventually, uh, Finn loses it, and then Damian Priest cashes in. Uh, to keep it in the uh, Judgment Day. I mean, I, I buy that. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a bad storyline at all. Uh, Damien Priest is great, and he deserves it. Um, I just, I just really want to see Ellie. I want more Ellie. Ellie Knight's got the smoke yeah, right now. Right. Ellie Knight is going to fight Austin Theory. Have you not seen these setups? Like he's I mean, going now, to. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's gonna but, fight in SummerSlam with. You fucking, know, like. 
it may, it reminds me back of when they had Braun Strowman on mm-hmm. fire. This was mm-hmm. the chance. He even wrestled for the belt. And this was the time. He had the crowd behind him. He had the crowd reaction. And they just couldn't pull the trigger. And it makes me worry that if and when they do realize that LA Knight could be the next big hot superstar, just give him the microphone and let him talk. And the crowd will go wild. They missed the moment with Sammy. They missed the moment with Cody. And now they're missing the moment with LA Knight. Yes. They could miss it because by the time they realize, hey, this could be a guy, their crowd could be like, I don't give a fuck anymore. That's Vince's problem, though. I mean, yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter. They're going to make money hand over fist anyway. But like, you look at like Roman Reigns. I mean, Roman Reigns was the hot thing. Then he got injured and he was gone for like four to six months. And when he came back, they didn't care anymore because Daniel Bryan was a thing. And he's sure it took like eight more years. But, like, he did eventually become the thing. I just don't want to have it, like, get missed because of this. I mean, it... I mean, they're just not returning the letters. I don't think they're going to push him that hard. Like, the audience and the crowd wants it so bad. We want it so bad. I mean, this is not the first time. I mean, how many times do we have to chant the fuck out of a guy and just go unheard? Um, They might be worried that (laughs) he's... LA Knight's like 42. Yeah. So like maybe that's what they're worried about. LA Knight. Yeah, I, I think I think I'm just worried that maybe what? Damian Sando all over again. The crowd was fucking all over Sando. And then WWE didn't want to push him. And then the crowd stopped giving yeah. a fuck. You know, right. like I, was I the only one that just didn't give a fuck about Damian Sando? Oh, Sando's I, great. Yeah. I, like I was Sando. not into it. My Aaron brother Stevens was awesome. going buck wild. He loved this guy, you know, the intellectual savior of the masses. Every time he came on the TV, I was like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. It was the stuff with the Miz that got him over. It showed I mean, his personality. The Miz doll was funny. Yes. I really enjoyed that just because it was funny. But I don't feel like that really gets a guy over because it's like, if, if you're too funny, you're like um, Santino Morella, for example. Mm-hmm. Great wrestler. Great guy. He was really, really funny. That doesn't get him over as a wrestler, though. Like he doesn't make him believable to me, anyway. Maybe it's just me. A gimmick, a, a gimmick, or a joke can easily get somebody. Look at DX. Most of their fucking shit was a fucking joke. DX was a joke, but they were world champions before that. Like Triple H and Shawn Michaels are some of the best wrestlers in history, and they were that way before. Maybe not Triple H as much, but definitely Shawn Michaels. This was their. I'm over. I'm. I'm now. I'm dicking off. You got to get over first. You know. Santino got over. Santino was is by far probably one of, if not the most funny wrestlers in history, and that's yeah, fine. That There's definitely room for that. Honestly, mm-hmm. come on, dude. Like true. Come on, dude. This is yeah. he got this over. <laughs> With like it was. It was game. damn near one of the most protected finishes. Yeah. Like and it never and it fucking was failed. Yeah. And if you see things like when you saw JTG sell it like a like a neurotoxin snake bite, he started like convulsing. That was the best. You you had um <laughs> what was it? The great Kali was it Jinder Mahal? Probably. It was and they were doing the, the flute shit yeah, and it was like going crazy and started attacking yeah, himself. Yeah. Like that is the best. But like racist. Yeah, I mean Wait. 
it's I mean, WWE. It's wrestling. Of course it is. It's wrestling. And while that is very entertaining, I don't feel like that gets you believable as a wrestler. Like, you could never have him win the world title. He did, didn't he? Santino Marella? Yeah, I thought he did. He won the Intercontinental title in his debut match against Umaga. See? He won a title, bro. He's yeah, good. Dude, was the Intercontinental title. They didn't give a fuck about that belt since Shawn Michaels had it. Hey, Gunther has it, and now right, people care. 25 years later, they might give a fuck about it. Now. But at that point in time, no. They didn't care. It was a toy. Like, that might as well have been the European title. That's how real they care. Which uh, sucks, because the European title was fucking great when, like, it was Regal's belt. Yeah, no, dude, it was Regal's belt. Like, if he just held that belt... belt, Yeah, it was Dilo's belt. Fuck Regal. No, man, dude. That to me, that's Regal's belt. And if he'd have held it for twenty five years, like the fabulous Mula, I'd have bought it. You know what happened twenty five years ago today? Um, Speaking of racist shit, when DX uh, blackfaced the Nation of Domination, oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh Mizark, yeah, with Mizark, like shit. Yeah. I think we'll have some anyway. <laughs> oh boy, dude, like. D blow. It was D blow. What was it? The smock. The 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 brothers cooking. Can you hear the brothers cooking? <laughs> he had that guy play a Owen Hart with that ridiculous yeah, nose. With that Jason, nose. Jason course, sensation. Yeah, Jason sensation. He Who said, "My damn noses." Bro, he said that that ruined his career. They, he said that that he he his career was ruined after that WWE. He thing. was the least racist part of that thing. I know, like between him and China, maybe as who who was China? I don't remember. Oh my now. god, it was China. It was I don't China. know if she was anybody. Okay, so because we had X Pac as Mark Henry, X Pac as Mark Henry, and we had um, Billy Gunn as the Godfather. You had Road Dog as D'Lo Brown. Triple H is the rock. rock, and then that and then guy the fifth as was Owen Hart. Owen Hart was she just there? Yeah, China was, just was, there. Just, she was just there. She was probably just there, bro. She was there as like the stone cold face. Just. Yeah, that's dude. That's what she was. She the was. Solo Sokoa of the era. She was. That's what she was. She was Solo Sokoa. She looked like Solo Sokoa. Like by she the way, was I hope Solo Sokoa before Solo Sokoa was a thing. Yes, China was Solo Sokoa before Solo Sokoa was a thing. Good he analogy. Was five back. years old taking dubious notes. Yup, China's so, oh, dude. Poor China, bro. I'm that's dude, all that era of China was fantastic. <sighs> Sorry, that era of China was fantastic. Was, yes, you have a six foot tall bulk woman just jacked as fuck, just standing JR, there. Why are just people being fucking offs in the ring, and she's just. <laughs> JR just calling her an Amazonian the whole time. The, the Amazon of a woman. <laughs> when she showed uh, up and beat the piss out of, uh, what was her name? Uh, t- t- Terry Reynolds, but she had a name before that. Marlena. Marlena. Yeah, Marlena. Mm-hmm. And she just fucking ragdolls her. Ragdolls her, yeah. Yeah, dude, that, ooh. Jesus Christ. Did Marlena ever talk about that? If what, I, if, by China? Yeah, yeah. Probably fucking threw her neck out or something. Probably. I would love to sit down with her and be like, listen here, when China fucking shoved you like a ragdoll, how, how bad was that? Because 
God damn, that had to have been real bad. Couldn't have felt good. No. Who were we Merch. talking about? Oh. We were talking about uh, Money in the Bank. Um, <laughs> what were we the, talking about? <laughs> move forward the uh, Bloodline story. Like, Roman Reigns was pinned by, by James Uso. That was so tight, dude. I, you know I who almost the cried. the person that pinned Roman Reigns in WWE was? Was it Uso? Was Jey Uso. Yeah, same mm-hmm. one. Dude, he's finishing the story. No, I'm not gonna say he's gonna finish the story. He's gonna he finish the story. You know, I don't want to give them credit, but this is some great long-term booking. It is. It really is. There ain't no way they did this on purpose. I but think it was a lot. Of, a lot of it was Paul Heyman, and I think a lot of it was Roman Reigns too. Do yeah. better lucky than good. That's all. That's all I gotta mm-hmm. say about it. But. Uh, I think it's going to be Jey Uso against Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Yeah, he at the end of SmackDown. Um, at the, beat uh, the Uso, shit out of Roman dude, with a chair. <laughs> no, we beat the shit out of Solo with a chair. Yeah. Um, oh my god! Like so, at the be- so at the beginning of SmackDown, like I'm just going to talk about the bloodline shit. I'm not going to recap SmackDown. No. Nah, yeah. So at the beginning of SmackDown, they were holding the Tribal Chief. Um, the Tribal Court. Tribal court, yeah. and they threw the exhibit up, and like Roman Reigns is all pissed, and he was like, "Are you really gonna let them? Like, are you gonna show that to my kids and shit? Like, that's what they're gonna think of me?" Because the the exhibit was like him being a dick, basically. And so after all that, he's like real. He like breaks down. He like cries about it and shit. And like he's about to give. He gives Jay the necklace for the tribal chief necklace and then he's about to give him the title but he throws it and then solo fucking i think didn't so do you saw that mike and solo fucking uh like spiked him and like it was all just roman fucking around and so then they beat the shit out of jay and uh jimmy jimmy ends up going to the emergency center the local medical yeah the local medical center and jay follows him in the in the um do they call it an ambulance yes yeah so they follow he follows them and goes with them so roman comes out at the end of smackdown because paul Heyman comes and he's like jay uso called me he wants to talk to you he's coming back to the arena and Roman's all like, he can meet me in the ring. And then he goes to the ring. Fucking Jay comes out of the crowd. I get, got me so pumped. Jay comes out of the crowd, right? And he jumps over the barricade and fucks up Solo. He grabs a chair, smokes Roman with a fucking chair, smokes him. Then Solo comes and tries to spike Jay. And he like counters it, picks the chair back up and smokes Solo. Or kicks Solo and then smokes him in the back. And then, I swear to God, he just fucking... I I can't even describe it. Like, you remember when fucking The Rock really hit Mick Foley in the head like 19 times? Jey Uso hit Solo Sokoa a bajillion times in the back for real. Like, I mean for real. He busted that chair on Solo's back. It was fucking insane. Fucked him up. And then Jay's like yelling at Roman and he's like, we're going to SummerSlam. If you want to do this, we're going to do this. 
And then he just leaves the mic, drops the mic, and it's end of fucking SmackDown. And I was just like, this shit is popping off. I don't even know what to think anymore now. I don't know anything anymore, and it's just so good. I mean, if they don't end it here, where do they end it? Like, does Roman Reigns go to a WrestleMania again in the main event as champion again? Oh, they I should mean, get the most mileage out of whoever beats Roman and make them a megastar. I mean, that's what they're doing yeah. with Jay, though. They're they're popping him hard up there. Everybody I mean, loves Jay. How so. much bigger can the Usos really get? I mean, they're the greatest tag team in WWE history now. Tag team, but, but solo. If Jay wants to go solo, like this is a good way for him to go. And apparently he's got the backing of fucking everybody in the locker room plus like everybody in the audience. I mean, I I think Jay's a better one than Jimmy. I am not going to lie. I love Jimmy Uso, but Jay to me is the better fucking character. But I think he's going to take down Roman and I think Paul Heyman's going to get a fucking super kick to the fucking mouth. And I love oh, Paul Heyman. Boy. Have you guys seen the footage of what uh, the antics that goes on with Paul Heyman like uh, during the dark matches, the post-show dark matches when yeah. he starts attacking fans and then they have to carry him back and then he run, does a run diving and he starts yelling at fans? Like no. the fan was fucking oh, with him and he was yeah. like getting all rowdy but and like and Roman Reigns is like not like holding him back like no, 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 Paul, 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 no, 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 no. It's, it's like, Paul Paul's take his jacket off and he'll take his tie off and he fucking untucks his shirt. He's like, all right, let's go. And he's like, no, 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 Paul, 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 it's okay. Like, like, calm down, Paul. I love like, they Paul have to hold him back. I didn't watch the oh, week before this SmackDown, and like, didn't did he fake getting fired? Didn't Roman not fire Paul Heyman or I mean we're something like that? Ago. He fired him a while ago. Yeah, I don't know. Paul Heyman. Oh, well, should we wrap this up? We're at an hour. I'm. I think so. I don't know what's going on in AEW if you want to recap real quick. Uh, uh, Collision is doing good tonight with Punk versus Joe, which is probably going to be match of the year candidate in the Owen Hart tournament. Match of the year candidate from Punk? From Punk, yeah. Oh, I don't think he I might really watch that. Is that on? That was on Collision tonight? Yeah, it was on Collision tonight. Yeah, I'm going to uh, watch AEW game is great. Uh, it's got some issues, but they're going to keep patching it, and I can't wait to play uh, Stadium Stampede, 30 man over the top of Battle Royal. You know, are they putting about that, that in the game? game? Yeah, they're they're. That's gonna be a both. That's gonna be coming to it. About Free that game, so anyone who's like shitting on the game, like you gotta kind of understand. Like they built this game from the ground up. Yeah, like yeah. they didn't have any framework or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Like, sure, it's a little messy, choppy, and you know, a little bit. But like, it's only gonna get better from here. And yeah. it's the bottom line: the gameplay is fun. And yeah, it's and a little eighty, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, that's what they were um, going for. Right. I don't and understand it, the mini games yet. I want to know how to unlock the mini games. I think you got to play through uh season mode and like multiple times and it'll start uh, unlocking the mini games. I think you have to beat certain characters too. Yeah. In the um, career. I saw it on TikTok the other day. I've been flipping through and that's what I keep seeing. I was in a storyline with Malachi black and uh, he was dating Aubrey Edwards. <laughs> Damn. And then, All right. And then, Bro- and then Brody Lee uh, came and beat me up, and then Aubrey Edwards turned on me and uh, aligned herself with Brody Lee. That bitch. Well, he's married to um, Zalina Vega. Vega. Mm. But uh, Malachi Black is massively overpowered in the game. Like his uh, brain buster and uh, roundhouse kick combo can beat anybody like three minutes. 
Isn't fucking isn't uh, Jay Uso married or uh, Jimmy Uso married to um, one of the one chicks of, in AEW? Trinity, yeah. One of them is yeah. married to Trinity. I don't know which one. To be honest with you. Yeah. Hell, you know, that. that is definitely one of the silver linings to come out of the uh, Bloodline storyline. Is I know which one's Jimmy and which mm-hmm. one's Jay now. Yeah. Because <laughs> at any point in time before this, not a clue. That's that funny. Jimmy and the running joke in my house. It's Jimmy and or Jay. I don't know which. I Jimmy know him. I know him by the hair. That's now, how I yeah. know him. Yeah. Uh, like now, you know, I think I they have to do that now. So if they're going to have a storyline focusing on one or the other one, you have to know which one this is at a moment's notice. So I think that might be why they differentiate a little bit. When does uh, Jay great- turn? When's Jay turning on Jimmy? That's the thing. Not for I don't want to. I don't want to see that. I'll break my heart. Another great thing about AEW right now is Adam Cole and MGF together. I, they, I don't want them to break them up anytime soon. This uh, bromance uh, rivalry is uh, tremendous. I've got some bad news for you. Yeah. It's one it's of them. Real soon. Which, you know, to be honest with you, who do you want to turn on? Because to be honest with you, if Adam Cole turned on MJF, they're still going to cheer Adam Cole. Yeah. So you might That's as well let MJF turn on Adam Cole and just get booed more. Yeah, yeah. Like and just Adam's, get us. I, I think the whole thing is Adam is too smart for MJF, and MJF thinks he's too smart for Adam. So they're always going to keep counter, counter, counter each other. Uh, I love it. Which one's going to turn? And uh, Buddy Wayne is going, or sorry, Nick Wayne's going to be the next big thing in wrestling. I. Oh yeah. Who? I'm sorry. Uh, say it again. Uh, Darby Allen's uh, apprentice, uh, Nick Wayne. Damn, I love Darby Allen too. Kid, kid is great, him. and he just turned 18, so he's only going to get better. Tight, Tight merch. Let's teach the boys how to do power bombs and shit. And then we'll teach them how to be wrestlers. I was choke slamming the shit out of my two year old earlier. I used to I, I did this one move with Sammy when he was real little and Paige hated it. My ex wife hated his mom. I would take him like this, like I would hold him like this up in the air and I'd be like, All right, one, two, three and I'd like helicopter spin him, but I'd throw him in the air like a pizza. And I'd like he just spin like this. Fucking pizza toss your kid? Yeah. Yeah, and she's like, you're going to break his neck. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I now, until they're like six or seven years old, they're made of rubber. and they just Yeah, bounce. they have rubber bones. Right. Yeah. Bounce. All right, yeah. boys and girls, let's wrap it up. All right. Where do we uh, find your shit, bitch? Uh, find us on uh, Webtails, Spider-Man Podcast, every Tuesday, part of the Pop4D Network. Also on Tubi Tuesday with this guy, Colin. It's my pick this week. It's oh. my pick this week. I'm excited. I haven't made it known yet, so. Where can we find you to call him? Oh, where you can find me. You can find me, like Batch said, on TV Tuesday. And then you can also find me on Trash Painted Podcast every Thursday, um, which Mike frequents very often, which we're trying to get him to frequent more. But he's being a little bitch and won't drive. Ain't driving to his house. His house sucks. Then come here. <laughs> What's the point of going there if I'm going to be here? Both. We have, I have a studio here, and oh, he's got one there. there. Um, yeah, yeah. I made a makeshift studio, bro. That's what Discord's for. It works great. It anyway. Does. Well, boys and girls, let's wrap it up here. I am Mr. Mediocre. He is Batch, and he is Colin, and we just wanted to talk about wrestling. Take it easy. <laughs>